The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh, and we need it now. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. You could wake up tomorrow, or you could not wake up tomorrow. It could all be over. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we tend to be more sponge-like. Maybe we should be more doers than hearers. That'd be good. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. I got nothing else to do between 1.30 and 3. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Have you ever felt exhausted? Have you ever felt just like, I am deranged? I have nothing left. Have you ever done that? No, no. I have. Have you ever gone through that? I have. We're going to kind of get into that a little bit today. Hey, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to be able to reach out to us, not a kvetchy kind of way, but a general kind of way. We had a great question yesterday from Sergio. Excellent job. People ask excellent questions. They do a wonderful job of it, and we love it. They also have the opportunity, as you have the opportunity, to share Praise reports, things that the Lord is doing in your life that are just wonderful. We also pray for one another. We ought to be praying for all the people that are connected to us, that are in the listening audience. We have some people that are really hurting, some people with back problems, some people with serious uh, 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 chronicle problems. We have people that are really struggling psychologically, emotionally. We want to be praying for everybody on a regular basis. Don't don't forget, Paul, we've got you in our prayer list. Just remember that. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is you can reach out to us by calling 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. You know what that's like? That's like having somebody give you a surprise party just because you're a nice guy. And then you will be...
just because you're a nice guy. That's all. That's all I'm going with. Uh, you can also text us 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. The numbers really don't change. I can't really rearrange them because if I do, you won't get to the, the right number. It's 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. King David, not with the king part, so then just David at hemustincrease.org as well. We want to send you to the website, a couple of things to tell you up there. Of course, as you know, that's a place to give. We'll talk about that in a second. We have moved the video to the top of the website. So people are like, hey, I can't find the video. Help me. Mr. Bill. Anyway, the idea there is that if you go to the top of the website now, it's up there. It says Ambassador's Video. So, I mean, that, that, that's got to make it easier. Uh, the other thing to tell you, I want you to be aware of, we're having a board meeting tomorrow night. Uh, uh, Deb and uh, Noelle and I are getting together with her husband, Steve. We're having a board meeting to discuss some of our strategies, strategies, or whatever those things are. And so you need to be in prayer for us because we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, and then I also want you to be aware about the money because the money is a main issue for us in the context of if we had a trillion dollars, I'd never ask you for a penny. If we had a billion dollars, if we had a million dollars, if we had a hundred thousand dollars, I probably wouldn't ask you for it. Well, maybe not. But that bottom line is we need the money to keep the ministry going. So we encourage you to give there on the website. Plus, if you don't want to give through the website, there is ways to still contact us and give to us. We'd greatly appreciate it. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. That's kind of how I felt this morning. <laughs> I felt like I got up. I don't even want to talk about the dogs, man. It was just bad. It was bad. Today today was bad because the dogs got up like an hour earlier. They wanted their food, which is like kind of weird. And then Birdie, our younger dog, uh, was not willing to let everybody go back to bed, you know, because we had like an extra hour to sleep. And so he started pulling the blankets off of, of both of us and then chewing on the ends of the blanket. So we're – that's kind of how I woke up. <laughs> Okay, here we go. A couple things to send in your direction. Keep aware that the enemy is going to be continually attacking. He doesn't stop attacking. I'm not sure why people think, well, he attacks for a little while and then he goes. No, he doesn't. He keeps going. He continually attacks. You need to be aware of that and keep in touch and in connection with the Lord. We'll do our DNA later, of course. But for right now, we have a little bit of read and ramble. Well, I'm ramming, 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 ramming. That's right. Nothing but top-notch, high-dollar sound effects on this show. Just keep that in mind. Uh, we're in First John chapter two. We're picking this up in verse twenty-four. Very important portion. Uh, it's going to seem like it's almost repetitive in a sense. And John does repeat himself about nine times in his in his uh, epistle, but it's really important to catch what he says here. He says this, as for you, okay, so this means as for us, as for you, let what you have heard from the beginning remain in you. If it does, you will also remain in the Son and in the Father, and this is the promise that he has made to us, eternal life. 
So there is something really unique about going back to the earlier stages of your Christian faith. There's something very um, often it's 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 kind of cool to think about maybe where we were, even if you grew up in a Christian home and there became this moment where you went to maybe a Bible camp or you went to a youth group or whatever, or if you were never connected to the church like myself and then you had the gospel presented, there's something really powerful about the time where the gospel was presented in such a way or that we responded or reacted to the Lord in such a way as to make a decision to become a follower of Jesus Christ or to make a dedication or to make some kind of note of surrender or some note of repentance and then become a follower of Jesus Christ. And John starts off by saying, as for you, let what you have heard from the beginning remain in you. And a lot of people would think, well, that's just the simple gospel that was being proclaimed. But it also has to do with a lot of individuality. Like, what did you hear at the beginning of your faith? What was it that helped you say, Jesus is Lord? What happened to you that you were like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'm in. I, I, no, I want, this is what I want to do. This is the direction I think I'm supposed to go. This is what, this is a part of my purpose or my existence. Now, as you've heard my testimony in the past, when I initially said yes, I didn't have any of that going on. I said, sure, why not? <laughs> and then the Lord said, okay, <laughs> I got a message for you. And in six months, I was completely transformed, changed, ulcerated, everything that you can possibly imagine because that's what the Lord needed, how he needed to do it for me. But there's something in the beginning of our call or the beginning of our salvation that the Lord used to draw us in. And John says, hey, remember that stuff in the beginning? That has to remain in you. In other words, now that you're a Christian, it's not like, well, that was back then when I was just a young little youngling, little duckling Christian, but now I'm an older Christian, so I knows a lot better. That is not the case at all. In fact, probably some of the purest Christianity that most of us have ever had is often in that beginning honeymoon stage. And what John is saying, hey, let that thing that got you rolling, let that remain in you. Let that stay in you. What was it that you said yes to Jesus? That very thing, and we're going to talk about who that is and how that works in the next segment, but that's the very thing that John is making reference to that must remain in us. We can't be the people that say, yes, I believe in Jesus, and then now now that we've said yes, now that we, we, we started this whole thing in faith, we started this whole thing by the Holy Spirit, we started this whole thing in trust and in confidence and believing in grace and mercy, now that we've reached this wisdom, we can't be those people like in the Church of Galatians that, that said, now we'll take over and finish our salvation because what God has started, we will accomplish. I was like, you can't be like that. We have to hold on to the very thing that brought us in, that swept us in, that kept us in. That's the thing we have to hold on to. That's the power. That's the strength, the strength that swayed us, that moved us, that motivated us to say yes, needs to be continually shined and polished in our life. So that we can reflect on it and remember it. we got to remain. we got to let that part of us and our faith remain in us. Because when it does, when it does remain in us, 
we understand more and seize more and hold on to more that God made this promise to us of eternal life. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's what this thing was. It's not a self-help program. It's a relationship with a living God. And you said yes, and that's the shiny, polishy thing we need to keep going. Right? All right, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, he's crying. Now, I was still of the mindset that men don't cry, okay, just so you can know. And I'm getting mad because it's my story and he's crying. And I'm thinking, it's my story. Why are you crying? That's what I'm thinking in my mind. And he's crying. He's apparently a good crier. I don't know what a good crier is. I learned after my dad died, but I mean, somewhat. But this is real. You know, he's sobbing. And I'm like, and he looks up at me after he's cried for about a minute and a half. And his eyes are red. And he looks at me and he says, this is how the Lord hurts for you. And that was it. Bam. It was like somebody just took a hammer and broke my hard heart and my, you know, my pride attitude and my, my over arrogance and my, my everything looking at that guy showing me crying and tears and all I could think of was Jesus wept. The David Spoon Experience, weekdays at 2 on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM. Oh, 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready to offer up our first trivia question. According to Jesus, what do people prefer? Now, all five of these questions have to do with wine. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I'm not offering you a little cheese with that wine. Number three, according to Jesus, what do people prefer, old wine or new wine? What do people prefer, old wine or new wine? Of course, Al has to say red wine. (laughs) Next thing he's going to break out with red, red wine. I mean, I know that's coming. Anyway, uh, bottom line, if you think you know the answer, you can respond by calling 972 445-0770. Four four five zero seven seven zero. You can text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three, or you can send an email David at he must increase org. We're gonna do our DNA a little later on. I want to keep you aware. So, like I mentioned, we have a board meeting tomorrow night. We'd appreciate your prayers because we're gonna get together and talk about some of the ministry strategies. In the meantime, I do want to pray for our country and for Ukraine at the same time. And then later in the show, I'm gonna pray for the audience because uh, I just think there's something really important that happened to me today while I was doing my devotions that I kind of want to share. So I'll do that later in the show, but let's pray right now for US, uh, USA, United States of America, great country. We're, we're, we're a great, great country, period. And for Ukraine, and just ask for God's mercy. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you that we live in such a, a place as this that we can have even a radio show. It's amazing what you've allowed us to participate in and the graces and the gifts that you've given us. Unfortunately, many times uh, we tend to, as your people, even even as believers, abuse some of the graces you've given us. So have mercy on us as a nation. Forgive us as a people. We turn our face towards you and not away from you. And we ask you also to bring peace to Ukraine. Just such a terrible and difficult situation. But again, we are asking for the, the pouring out of the gospel to take place in that country and for people to hear the good news and make decisions to follow after your son, Jesus Christ. We're asking for your help in all this. We know no wisdom. We have no wisdom. People tell us things. They might be true. They might not be true. You know what's right. So we pray that your will would be done and your name would be glorified. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so I wanted to make sure we got that uh, carefully taken care of. Uh, additionally, I don't know where dish came in, but okay, I don't use dish. I'm just <laughs> additionally, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the trivia question, according to Jesus, what do people prefer old wine or new wine? What do people prefer according to Jesus? Okay. Uh, think about what Jesus said. Try not to think about you going to the store and trying to pick it that way. Think about what Jesus said, okay? Uh, again, if you want to call in 972-445-0770. Also, you can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. Like I did mention, we will do the DNA a little bit later. Or not the, yeah, the DNA a little bit later, and then we'll pray for the audience. I'll tell you something that happened. It's kind of cool. It kind of showed me... 
some just important things that you continually learn. If we if we would listen a little bit more, we would not say, "Oh, it thundered." We would say, "Oh, that was the Lord." That would be a really great thing for all of us to do. Let's go back to this text real quickly because I want to make sure you understand what we're talking about. It says, as for you, let what you have heard from the beginning remain in you. If it does, you will also remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he himself has made to us, eternal life. God made this promise of eternal life. It's like the greatest deal ever. You surrender, yield, repent, ask for forgiveness, seek the grace and mercy of God. He lets you live forever in a way that's fantastic. Like, pfft, okay. Is that a real deal? I mean, being born and raised Jewish, I know a good deal. That's a good deal. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. So we do have somebody that's going to call in, and I don't know if they're going to uh, answer the trivia. They probably will. And then what we'll do is we'll go into this next segment because what I want you to catch is – one of the ways, not the only way, but one of the major ways that we remain in him and what is it that we want to remain in him. So there's a couple of catches right there. Do we have somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Send them on through. Ding! This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Don. Hi, how are you? I'm doing really pretty good. Good. I think I'm... I know what question. I think I know your answer, I think. Okay, now look it. And you, I didn't you, look anything up. You didn't look it up, right? No. And you got a 50-50, so you're doing pretty good right off the bat. <laughs> well, the reason why I think it has to be old wine is because if it were new wine, you'd have to get new wineskin. That is correct, sir! Woo! All right, and All what do right. you... What Jesus was trying to teach is people like the old way. They don't want new ways. They like the old ways. They like the old covenant. That's really what it had to do with was the covenant. And now That's we have right. a new covenant, and it's like people like the old stuff. It's easier. We know what it's like. It's like, nap, 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 new system coming, baby. That's what's happening. I can't believe I remembered that. That is a great <laughs> job. You did an excellent job. Really good. Thank you. All right, brother. Thank God you. Bless you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Right. All right, great call. All right, so now here I want you to catch this one thing. I don't want you to miss this. So I'm going to take, I'm going to read the next verse, and I want you to see the connection. So I'm going to read it together. Hopefully I'm going to do a decent job to, to do it this way. As for you, this is the original thing we talked about. As for you, let what you have heard from the beginning remain in you. If it does, you will also remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise he himself has made to us, eternal life. Oh, cool. I have written these things to you about those who are trying to deceive you. And as for the, the anointing you received from him remains in you. And you don't need anyone to teach you, but just as he, he is true and genuine and the anointing teaches you about all things, so remain in him as you have been taught. Here's the key, because that sounds like a lot of like, here's what it's saying in the breakdown. In the breakdown, it's this. Remain, stay focused on what brought you in. Don't lose track of that. And remember this, if we do remain in the Father and in the Son, if we do keep what's going on that way, we will have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Now, why is that important to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Why is 2 Corinthians 13, 14 important? Because of Romans 5, 5. Because God, this is what it says, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And you've got a billion, not a billion, a million Christians out there, and they are like, I just want to feel the love of God again. 
I just want to have the love I had when I first said yes. Well, first of all, it's a little bit too much oriented in feelings and not enough in faith. But to that question or response, the Holy Spirit is what is who God used to pour his love, the love that he has for you and the love that Jesus has for you. The Holy Spirit is poured into your heart so that you can know that love. And that's why that love and that connection that you made and the thing that brought you into the kingdom needs to remain in you. And what is that that brought that into your life? It's not even a what, it's a who. It's the Holy Spirit brought into your life. The Holy Spirit guarantees your eternal life. People who have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit, who have a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, know they're saved. And if you're sitting there going, well, sometimes I think I'm saved and sometimes I think I'm not. Have a better relationship with the Holy Spirit. You think, well, that's, that, that's not in Scripture. He's your counselor. He's supposed to guide you. What he's supposed to do? Is he supposed to send you flashcards? What's he supposed to do? Send you, send you, a, a, you know, a, a Western Union? Well, he kind of did in the Scriptures. <laughs> so in a sense, it's not that bad. But the idea behind this is understand, we have to remain in the Lord. We have to stay steady in the Lord. And the very thing that brought you in is the very thing that keeps you in is the very thing that will always keep you in. And guess what? That reason that you turned to Jesus Christ and you said yes and became a Christian, that goes with you into eternity. That'll never be lost. That's how important that is to God. It's an eternal work. And so the whole process of this whole portion is, is John saying, okay, look, remain in him just like what brought you into the beginning. Keep that going. Keep that polished. Stay in him. You'll be in fellowship with the Son. You'll be in fellowship with the Father. And this comes through the Holy Spirit. You have the anointing. You don't need to be deceived. You don't need to work for your salvation. You don't need to earn it. You don't need to have enough brownie points to get before God and go, look, I've got 12 more brownie points than less. I can get in. That's not how it works. It works this way. It's by the grace of God. It's from God through Jesus Christ. It's by the Holy Spirit. It's like we do this all in companionship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is why people are baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that all works together for us to stay steady in God. And the Holy Spirit in you affirms your, your Christian walk. People are like, well, can I be sure? Yes. By faith and by your connection with the Spirit, you can absolutely be sure. By truth and by your connection with the Father, you can absolutely be sure. By the absolute declaration of Scripture and by relationship with Jesus Christ. You know we're supposed to fellowship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. If you don't know that, there's a portion in John that says, we'll get to it, uh, fellowship with the Son, with the Father. And then we also have one that says fellowship with the Holy Spirit. So, aha. <laughs> aha. I don't know what that is. The whole key to this whole thing is stay in. Don't be deceived. You're never going to work for it. Remember what the Lord did to bring you in. Hang on to that. Put your hat on that. Live in that. Exist in that. Love in that. Enjoy that. Because that's what he's telling us to do to make it in him. Remain in him. All right. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. My life, it feels like I've been running, running and running. 
You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience? Get up! And the expression of faith and the results of that expression of faith and that, and, and just responding to ignoring what they had to say, not being afraid, having just a little bit of faith, the results were astonishment that God's workings were so clearly manifest. But I will say this, and I, I don't have any problem saying this, sometimes you got to just change the atmosphere. Oh, that's not that's not biblical. Jesus kicked them out because they were all naysayers. That's not a that's not a promotion of positive thinking and positive saying. It is a promotion of you're either going to have faith or if you're going to have fear, go over in the other room, get out. Because we need people to have faith. So he clears the air. They make he makes this bold proclamation. She gets up and watch this. This is something that I, I'm telling you. I'm getting this as I'm telling to you how Jesus not just raised her from the dead, but then he's ministering to her afterwards. It's not over. The miracle's done. Jesus has gone off on the white horse and is never coming back. He's having her taken care of after she's raised from the dead. He keeps going because Jesus cares about how we're doing. It's not a one and done. That's the old. That's the old uh, uh, evangelist thing. You you blow into town. You blow in. You blow up. You blow out. <laughs> that's not how Jesus did it. He stuck around. He helped. And the parents and the disciples. Can you imagine the amazement? I think the disciples had a little bit more prep, right? Hanging out with Jesus a little, right? But could you imagine Jairus and his wife going, "Okay, what just happened?" Your life changed. That's what just happened. It'll never be the same. You'll never be able to deny, deny that Jesus Christ completely rearranged your entire universe. There's some of you out there, you need him to do that. You need to change your atmosphere. You need to, you need to ignore what other people are saying. You need to stand firm in your faith. You need to stop being afraid, stop being immobilized, and you need to clear the air and trust and believe God for an incredible miracle that will change life. 